When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Have you had a coronavirus nightmare or dream? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Also, don't forget, we are streaming on your phone. You know, you can listen to us through the MyTalk app, or you can listen to us online, or you can listen to us on demand. Your smart TV. Wherever you get podcasts you, uh, on your Amazon Echo device. It's really, you can't get away from it's us. so easy. Uh, but, Bradley Trainer, you I, had a coronavirus dream. Oh, my God. Night. So, you know, I had a coronavirus-related dream. I'll tell you about it in just a moment. But then I, I said that to my partner, Jamie, and he goes, oh, my God, I had this. He didn't have the same dream. That would but be he weird. also had a coronavirus dream last night. He goes, it's the first time I ever have it. I was like, me too. And then I was like, maybe collectively we're all having coronavirus dreams. And it's, um, I don't know that that's a good thing. Anyway, 651-641-1071. Call us with your coronavirus dreams. And uh, Dawn, really unfortunately. Like an album right? title. Dreaming of coronavirus. <laughs> Better to dream. True. Anyway, um, Dawn is not here to interpret those dreams. Nevertheless, can I tell you? Because you will totally relate to this dream. And I hope you don't have to experience it as I did. Okay. Okay. So last night had a dream, right? It went something like this. Some friends and I, I'll just cut to the chase. Um, all of a sudden we're like hanging out. That didn't scare me. There was nothing weird about it. It was just a typical like, oh, my friends are together. By the way, I'm probably thinking a lot about my friends and hanging out with them because guess what? You want to be able to hang out with them and you can't. And haven't been doing that other yeah. than through um, like Zoom things. Yep. So we're hanging out, we're hanging out, then we're in a truck, and we're in the back of the truck, like the bed of the truck, which always just seems like a fun place to go somewhere, right? right. Or a fun way to go somewhere. Yeah. And we ended up going to, wait for it, the Minnesota State Fair. Oh! And we were super excited because we're like, oh my God, we can, you know, it's the fair, we're excited, let's go get all the food. And we showed up to the fairground, and guess what? It was deserted. There was nobody. And we were like, oh my God, this is amazing because guess what? You get to There's have like everything. nobody here. And then I don't remember if somebody said something or if it just occurred to me while we were there. All of the sudden, we turned a corner and somebody realized that it was like that we were where we are in the world, yeah. that there's coronavirus. 
And we all started freaking out. Then everywhere we looked, there were tons and tons of people and we could not get away from the crowds of people. So it became like this total, you know how you have those dreams where you're trying to run away from something and you can't? Well, we could not get away from the crowds, but we kept talking to each other like, you guys, we really have to get out of here. This is not a good place to be. And all these people are like, it's so much fun. We're having fun at the state fair. And we're like, don't they know there's a coronavirus? It was the weirdest feeling I don't ever. I like that nightmare. Right? Oh. Have you had any coronavirus related dreams? Um, so I had I I had one that I thought was coronavirus related even though it doesn't sound coronavirus related. That doesn't make sense. What I mean by that is I think it was a response to coronavirus, but it wasn't about coronavirus. Okay. Um, I just and it's it's just this simple. I had a dream that I had that everybody in my family had lice. Oh, um, which to me, and I know Dawn's not here to do our interpretation, but to me felt like uh, the feeling of being invaded. But if you've, if you've never had to deal with lice in your life, oh yeah, you're lucky if you haven't had to. If you have, it is a. Uh, it is a nuisance on a number of levels, but one of them is that it's so hard. Like you have to chase down every single one of these little buggers in order to make sure that they don't, that they're gone, gone, gone. And so I, to me, it was like that feeling of like fighting an invisible enemy. Yeah. And that's, so yeah, that's yes. kind of coronavirus related. It was right? in the sense that like, I, I think it was a response to like my lack of feeling of control, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm actually, in in some ways, I'm surprised that it's taken this long. But in other ways, I guess I'm not. Because, you know, whether it's, you tend, you know, dream interpretation stuff aside, yep. I do know that there's a fair amount of, like, um, science and study around, like, it takes your brain, like, your brain will process things in a certain period of time, and that can play out in dreams. So, for right. example, if you're learning a foreign language, it will take um, a certain amount of time before you start to dream in that language, right. but it will actually happen. And for me, that didn't happen until I was actually living in the country where I was studying this language. And and then I was like, oh, my God, I'm dreaming in another language. That's pretty cool. So I feel like in this moment, I want to say this is pretty cool, but it's not because right. what it says is... This has now existed for such a long period of time that it's now part of our subconscious, which right. is just a Ooh. weird reality, right? Yeah. Holly, have you had any uh, coronavirus-related dreams? Kind of, yeah. Last night, too. Oh, no! Oh, my gosh. You guys both processed at the same speed. Well, I'm, I'm a firm believer that we do things kind of collectively, well, but anyway, go ahead. for sure. In the hive mind, my dream last night was that I was scheduled to give a VIP and some of their friends a private yoga lesson, but I couldn't get to where I needed to be. Oh. And then it was so real that I actually woke up and typed that person's name into my email to on my phone. To see if you'd gotten an email about <laughs> to it. To see if I had gotten an email about it, like at three in the morning. Oh my and gosh. then I started to freak out and I couldn't differentiate between the dream and reality. Oh and I God. didn't know which was which. So interesting don't you hate that though when you're when you're totally confused when you wake up and there's a certain amount of relief but you're not quite sure yeah just kind of hung there for the rest of the night and i finally woke up this morning and it was like of course it's not real right of course it's right well like when yes 
when you say that scenario to us, we're like, Holly. But it, in the midnight hours, when your brain is like halfway working on sleep and halfway working on whatever your brain is working on, um, it can be hard to differentiate those things. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. And let's just hope, can I just say for the sake of discussion, that this um, dream that I had is a dream. Right. You know, not that it like gets to the point where we're not having the the. Well, write that down because, like, I don't know, like, keep a journal. Yeah, seriously, Bradley, write it down. Dream journal. Dream journal. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, but before we go, actually, can I just remind everybody go to mytalk1071.com and see right there on the front page. The My Talk 1071 Diaper Drive. This is something we've done now a few different times. We've um, either raised money or diapers for uh, communities that have been affected by all kinds of different disasters. Um, but right now we want to help our own community by helping get diapers to the people who need them. And so we're taking money this time, uh, donations that will go directly to the Minnesota Diaper Bank to make sure that people who are in need of diapers can get those diapers. Uh, And so if you would just be so kind and so generous as you always are when we ask you to be, uh, as to donate a little money at mytalk1071.com. I believe you can use keyword diaper, but uh, you can also click to it directly from the front page. We want to say thank you to everybody who's already donated money and uh, thank you to anybody who's navigating your way on over there right now to donate. Um, And also, we should say thank you to Ungerman Restoration, Reconstruction, and Renovation for all of the matching sponsors that they they provided a matching sponsorship. And we're very thankful for that as well. And again, guys, here's the update real quick. We're up to like $5,784. Yes, you guys have done an amazing job. Thank you so much. We are so thankful. We always are in awe of you, my talkers, because you always rise to the occasion whenever we ask you to. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, a lot of people are using Zoom lately. Uh, You probably hadn't, many people probably hadn't even heard of Zoom until recently. Um, This is the way we're meeting virtually now. And it leads to opportunities for Zoom bloopers. I have two Zoompers. super funny Zoom bloopers that I want to share with you when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, you guys. Yeah. I was just telling Holly, it takes you longer in the bathroom to wash your hands than it does to actually go to the bathroom. 20 seconds. I know. And I have like a whole song I sing, a little prayer I do. Don't even. All right. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Hi. Okay. So, um, a lot of people probably had never even heard of Zoom before we got into our uh, quarantine time. Yeah. And now Zoom is one of the many popular ways that you can connect with people in your life, right? So there's all kinds of different places where you can go to have meetings. There's like a there's just a bunch of them, but Zoom is the big one right now. And so people are using it for the first time and having um, moments. It leads to a lot of uh, Zoom bloopers. And the one that came up yesterday that made me laugh so hard, because you know you can make like a background for yourself? It's quite fun. I actually have one of my house, so I can always pretend that I'm in my front yard. I love that. Well, um, this happened to a gal. I believe it happened yesterday. We found out about it yesterday. Um, A gal by the name of Lizette Ocampo. She's the political director at People for the American Way. And um, she was in the middle of a meeting with some colleagues. And she was showing up in Zoom as 
a potato. This is like my favorite ever. I could you just look at it and laugh because it's hilarious. <laughs> and the the best part about it is. Like, she couldn't figure out how to make herself not a potato. Um, And she says, I was so confused as to why I was a potato. Of all the things I could be, why a potato? Um, She had downloaded filters, but she couldn't figure out how to change it back. And so um, she's in the middle of an actual work meeting showing up as a potato. Um, and her, she said, finally, she said, as a progressive organization, we fight for justice for all and access to opportunities. And in the last three plus years, it's been a little tough, but she said, you know, everybody found it really funny. And she finally just gave up in the middle of the meeting and decided to stay a potato. And I, you know, I, apparently that was probably a good thing to do in the moment, right? Cause we all need a little levity and oh, if God, the levity yeah. comes in the form of a, a colleague who looks like a potato We'll take it, right? Yeah. Uh, she did have one of the members in the meeting screen captured it, and then that's what went viral. But my favorite is the look where she's just like, not the smile, but where it's just like, her. <laughs> like the side face like, of like, I don't, I'm a potato. I'm a potato. <laughs> oh, gosh, it made me laugh really hard. Okay, here's another one. And this one I don't think happened over Zoom. Um, I actually don't. It was a live stream. I don't know what the platform was but a priest by the name of paulo longo was uh doing you know this is you may not realize this but a lot of churches are going to online streaming platforms right now right because people of faith uh are still looking for consistency in the way that they worship and um the religious leaders are are kind of being pressed in this moment to to think outside of the box of how they normally conduct worship and so people from all faith traditions are turning to different types of uh, streaming options in order to kind of get to their, well, in order to get to their, um, I don't know why I want to keep saying constituents. That's not what it is. Congregants. Thank you. Um, in any case, so this priest by the name of Paulo Longo, he was live streaming a worship service and he somehow turned on the filters and didn't realize that he had done it. And he was rotating through different filters while he was conducting uh, a service. And so you see him and it's in Italian. So like, I, I don't know exactly what the order of service is that he's doing. Yeah. But as he's delivering whatever the message is, you'll see it like cycle through different filters so like he's like a an astronaut space guy with a helmet on and then he's like a workout guy with a uh like a headband and two dumbbells and like fake sweat and then he's uh you know uh, a wizard <laughs> and a fox it is hilarious and he has no idea that this is happening yeah, I saw, I feel like early on I saw like a news person had this problem where all of a sudden they just started, they just kept going through the filters and couldn't figure out how to stop it or I don't know what the technical difficulty was, but, oh, it's so you know, funny. of course, like in the moment you're just like, um, hello. <laughs> it's just, and the thing about it is these things are kind of giving me life right now. I do well, yeah, love this. anything. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, that helps make you laugh in this moment is a good thing. Oh, here's a, a hot tip that I just learned today from a friend of mine. So I had a Zoom meeting this morning uh, for school. We had a class, actually, of 90 people. In a Zoom meeting. Yeah. And I did get a text from my friend Anne, big ups to Anne, in the middle of the class where she said, Hey guys, I don't know if you know this, but you can, um, we don't have like proper filters on Zoom, but you can do like a skin smoothing, like softening feature on your camera. And I was like, That is exciting because I had just gotten back from a walk outside and I was all kinds of wrecked. And so I was able to zhuzh up my appearance a little bit. It was kind of nice. But I will tell you guys also, I've never been in a class of 90 some people on Zoom. Yeah. How does before. that work? Like, or do you have 90 people trying to talk at the same time? No. So like, okay. So, you know, when you have a class, a live class on Zoom, there are some kind of politeness protocols. And actually, I wonder if everybody abides by these when you're in a group situation where somebody's like leading the meeting. The nice thing to do is put yourself on mute unless you're going to talk. So we all mute our microphones while the professor talks. And then if you are ready to talk or want to talk, you know, you can wave or there's always sort of a generous pause where everybody's waiting to see if somebody's going to pipe in. Um, But to have a class of 90 people is bizarre. And, you know, you can turn your camera off. I have a little slidey thing. Um, It's like a sticker. I know you guys think I'm so dorky, but do you remember when I used to just have like tape over my camera? Yeah. Well, now I have this like little slidey thing. It's a sticker that you stick on and you can slide it over when you want to use the camera and then slide it across so that it covers the camera when you don't want the camera. So I use that to, to kind of make sure my camera's off or on or whatever. And then you can do breakout sessions in a class in zoom. So we were doing like breakout groups of like five at a time. So then we'd have like a little discussion in our breakout group and then we'd come back to the big group and, you know, talk about what we, what we talked about or learned. And you can use the chat feature. I mean, there's all zoom is really actually great. Oopsies for all of those things. Um, But here's what was funny about this zoom meeting today is that um, it was a two hour class and I needed to listen so I could engage the material, but I also had to go to the bathroom like really bad. And all I could think about was that Zoom blooper we talked about the other day. Oh, God, with the girl who went tinkle <laughs> in front of everyone. What did you do? With her microphone. I, well, I, I needed to stay, in, like I said, I needed to stay engaged with the content because I didn't want to like miss it. So I had my earbuds in, but they also have a microphone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I checked before I went. I was like, okay. Well, you can see the little thing. The microphone is like, there's a slash through it. Yeah. Right? So I checked because I also, I didn't want to bring my computer in the bathroom with me. Can't you just step away like in a normal classroom? Sure. Yeah. So I did. I mean, I stepped away, but 
I had to listen to the material still. So I had my headphones in and, you know, you get into the bathroom and you're like, I know I, it's like when you leave the house and you're wondering if you left your stove on. Or oh yeah. Something. You're oh, like overly yeah, concerned yeah. about it, but like, you I, really know that I you know infected. I checked this. Yeah. So I'm, I, you know, I'm looking at the screen. I'm like, I know, I know. I, so I looked at the screen before I went, I was like, okay, there's a slash through the microphone, a slash through the video. So I know I'm not, and obviously the video wouldn't have mattered anyway because, you know, I wasn't there. But um, but I had checked. I double checked. I triple checked. I went to the bathroom and I the entire time I was in there was panicking that I had forgotten to turn. But, you know, I'm listening hard to make sure nobody's reacting to anything. Yeah. I mean, it's just a weird experience. Oh, yeah. To I, be in your home space and also in a group space. No, there's it's kind of a weird I've done that thing. We've all done things with cameras before, certainly maybe not taking a class of 90 people, but we've all done this sort of like video camera experience, but never have we been doing it so much, generally speaking. Some people probably haven't ever done it, but for those of us who have, I feel like I've been doing it way more than I ever did before. And you become aware of how um, just like you have to at a certain level tune it out, but you also have to always be paying attention. Like like I have that tendency to want to look at myself in the camera right but then i have to remind myself like stop looking at yourself just focus on the person that's actually talking right because otherwise you're not actually benefiting from doing the thing right right like otherwise why are you doing this because you could just call each other on the phone right so yeah it is also weird to be in your own home space and knowing that everybody else can see your home space yeah so that's why backgrounds are delightful i know and i i do i need to download some good backgrounds so all you need to do is connect it to your um i mean it's like if you do it on your phone it's automatically connected to your camera so you can just scroll through your photos and put up like a picture of your kids or something oh and then will i just pop up in the middle of that yeah yeah Actually, don't forget, uh, we created some MyTalk Zoom photographs. Yeah, go to MyTalk1071.com. Yeah, or you can check out the uh, MyTalk1071 Facebook page and you'll see them right there. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy to the stupid to the idiots. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we have some dumb people doing dumb things to tell you about. Uh, we call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes, where? In the state of Florida. And sometimes some other places. Oh, don't even get me started, but mostly Florida. Can I tell you about a Missouri individual? Oh, sure. Let's go to Missouri. Missouri loves company, uh-huh. but not crazy, stupid idiots. And That I, really should be their state motto. Missouri Sorry. loves company? Yeah. You know, for all I know it is, but here's the thing. <laughs> Our whole segment today is officially the first ever... Crazy, stupid, COVIDiots segment. Ooh. All of our stories yes. are about COVIDiots. Yep. What's a COVIDiot, Colleen? It's a coronavirus. It's an <laughs> yeah. idiot 
uh, having something to do with the coronavirus outbreak. Okay, I want to tell you, we've not told the story about John Swaller, 33, I don't believe. I don't, doesn't ring any bells to me. He was inside of a Dollar Tree in okay. Cuba. Okay. Cuba, Missouri. Uh, okay, I'm oh, like, I wow, say, I thought wow, we were in okay. Missouri. That would be a um, peso tree, I don't know. Uh, also, by the way, I believe that, isn't Missouri the show me state? Go on. Well, I'm going to show you this. Uh-huh. So he walked around the Dollar Tree in Cuba, Missouri, yesterday, and did something that, well, has become synonymous with crazy, stupid COVIDiots. I bet he sprayed something on some stuff. Well, yes, in a manner of speaking, the spraying came from his mouth and nose in the form of coughs. C-O-U-G-H-S, coughs. Thank you. Uh, Quote, on the doors and into the air before doing this. I what? He wrote COVID nineteen in the condensation on a freezer door. What what is wrong with people? Now, Mr. Swaller um is tough to swallow. <laughs> no, the story is tough to swallow. He is a convicted felon whose rap sheet includes, among other things, assault, theft, burglary, and receiving stolen stolen. But according to cops, around 2.30 in the afternoon, he just started walking around the store, coughing on things and telling customers, I got the COVID. He put, oh. Uh-oh. What? You can't tell us? Well, Mr. Swaller, after he wrote COVID-19 on the door of the freezer, do you know what he did? He peed on it? Nope. Oh. He, he placed his right hand down his pants. Oh, gross. And then wiped the hand down oh. the door of the freezer. What? What? So he apparently thought he was spreading some germs. What? What is wrong with people? I don't know, but he is now in jail, thank God. And I just imagine that like, that entire store from top to bottom needed to be clean, and that probably costed... Costed? Cost more than tens, a dollar. Costed more than a dollar, thank you. <laughs> that was a more than a forest of dollar bills. Yes. Um, in fact, so... Just, Can I also just add this? I just want to add this. I think we should be equally concerned about the population in our um, hospitals as we are apparently of the population of our jails with all the idiots running around. Yes. And well, also the safety of the idiots, um, because there are a lot of people in a tight space without proper yeah. protection are a danger to themselves Ugh. and to those around them. So anyway, yeah, that's our first crazy, stupid COVID idiot. Another coffer. I don't yike it. And I just don't understand how this is like spreading. This this form of crazy, stupid idiotness has spread as quickly as the virus itself. Right? Well, as you mentioned, Bradley, I got another one of those. Uh, for this one, we're going to Australia. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. 35-year-old man from Sydney, Australia. Okay. He was pulled over Monday for doing a hundred miles per hour in a 55 mile per hour zone. He oh. was, by the way, driving a Lamborghini. So no doubt he wanted to see how far he could, how fast he could push that baby. Right. 100 miles per hour in a 55 mile per hour zone. I don't know why. No traffic. There's nobody on the road. Right. Yeah. Cops pulled him over and th- they did the thing that I love where they say, why were you going that speed, sir? Why were you going that speed, sir? He said he was rushing to the hospital to get tested for coronavirus. 
Oh, God. Okay, first of all, no rush. If they're expecting you, it's not going to get worse during the car ride. You know, just get there. Number one. You, you'll get there when you get there. Exactly. Number and two, also, nobody on the road. So, no, like, who's in a hurry? Right? Who's in a hurry to go anywhere right now? Right? He did, by the way, get tested. No word yet on how that came back. So not only did he waste uh, precious police resources, he also wasted precious yep. COVID test yep. resources. Yep, 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 yep. <sighs> he did get a fine for speeding and his license has been suspended. Okay, well. Idiot. At least there's consequences. Yep. We can rely on that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was in Australia, Australia. right? Australia. Uh, Australian for beer. Um, I want to take us to back to the United States. I want to take you to New Jersey or New Jersey, as people would stereotypically say. And I want to tell you about the weirdest, crazy, stupid COVID story that I have read of yet. So now in New Jersey, there must be much more stringent regulations about who can go out and about and much more stringent. I'm sorry with words right now. It's almost Friday stringent um, consequences for those who don't follow those rules, right? right? Okay, because this happened. Get this. So police last night broke up a gathering in New Jersey and ended up charging 15 <sighs> men, including, but not limited to, a 100-year-old dude. Whoa. Do you know what they were doing? Playing poker. No. Nope. You know what they were doing? Were they playing a different kind of poker? <laughs> No, it was a funeral. Oh, oh no. There was a funeral oh. with a hundred year old guy who was still alive. Oh, no. And the police had to break the thing up. So, according to police, officers found around 60 to 70 individuals gathered for a funeral on a, on a street corner. Um, around 6.30 p.m. when co- cops sought to disperse the group, the crowd then became unruly and argumentative. That's when they had to charge the 15 men with violating the safety order, and they then also had to bust Nassim Strelovich, a 100-year-old resident of Lakewood, New Jersey. Oh, man. That is rough, too, y'all. A couple things there, because funerals are... I mean that is a that is a thing that people need for closure, right? But right now, maybe we're not doing that, right? Well, yeah. I mean, in, apparently in New Jersey, you can't have funerals, or at least you can't have large gatherings um, like you would at a funeral. Yeah, exactly. And so while these people were saying their final goodbye, the the whole thing got busted. I mean, that's like well, sad on sad. It would be one thing if the cops like dispersed it and they were like, okay, it sucks, but we have to do this and it's sad, but we have to do this. But then to have a bunch of people argue about right. it in that moment of which one person was a hundred. I feel like if you want to, you know, okay, I feel like that's not smart. No. Now it turns out they um, have had other um, issues. Let's see in the last several days. The state mandate has um, forced them to disperse crowds uh, at a religious institution, an engagement party, another religious celebration. A 99-year-old dude and his relatives were charged for attending an engagement party. Like, oh my gosh, people. I don't understand. You know, I don't know. I guess I just don't. I don't understand how 
some people can take this so seriously and others can think that the rules don't need to apply to them. Yeah. I just don't understand it. I also just think like, would you ever want to be responsible even though you're not because that's not how this works, but never, you, you would never even want to feel possibly responsible for endangering the lives of the ones that you love, much less the general public. But see, that's the problem, I think, is that people are not connected to that right yeah. now. And that's Obviously. why they're making bad choices. Or they wouldn't be arresting 100-year-old dudes at a funeral. <sighs> you guys, we can do better. We can do better. And we should do better. Uh, and in fact, we'll just remind you, as we have so very many times on the Colleen and Bradley show, stay home if you can. And if you can't, stay six feet away. Right? Yeah. I mean, we practice what we preach. We stay away from each other as much as humanly possible. We we wipe things down. I wish... It's not fun, and it's not easy in the sense that, like, we want to be with the people we care about. Yeah. What were you going to say? I'm sorry I interrupted you. No. I'm glad you did. I feel like we should sing one quick song. Okay. Just to really drive that point home. Okay. Just stay away. Just stay away. Just stay away from me. Just stay away, just stay away, just stay away, stay That's all you got to do. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show each and every day at 2.45, we play a very fun game, or at least we think it's fun. It's called The Throwback, Throwback Live, and we're going to play it after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.